friends, welcome back to season three. I know that you've been waiting anxiously to join us for the latest update of an episode, but don't worry, we have started. We are in episode one, so we're very excited to be here. Um, we have gone through quite a journey of guests from teachers within and outside of our district, and I don't know if you can already tell this because it's kind of zoomed in on me, but we have a couple new changes that are happening in season three to let you know that we're bringing all the feels and talking about all the things. Um, our wonderful PR department has set up a really fancy um, way that we can interview more than just one guest. And in the past, we did like the Rydell brothers. So shout out to them at Winter Haven High. Um, but we was a little tight space. So now we can bring in and have some more heavy hitting panels for you. Um, so really big kudos to our public relations department who kind of behind the scenes. Um, but we love them that they always support our crazy ideas. And also we have a new co-host. So my colleague, Summer Holtzauer, will be joining us today, and she's going to be leading probably half of the podcast. I'm going to try to convince her to do more of them. Um, but we're super excited for some new faces with that. Um, and so I know you guys are eagerly on your seats about what's to come. So we have a guest with us today. I admire her. I'm going to brag a ton about her because I know she won't necessarily do that for herself. But she's one of our teacher engagement ambassadors, and I actually got to see a little bit of her teaching before she knew that I got to see a little bit of her teaching before. So she doesn't know that. I just slipped that in. Um, but, you know, as a prior fifth grade teacher of nine years, I'm not going to lie, I really didn't think too much about kindergarten. I was kind of nervous and was like, that's definitely not for me. So we know that that often is a faux pas around here about the fact that, you know, kindergarten teachers, they've got it easy. You know, they, they teach the alphabets and the numbers and I'm trying to avoid maybe getting knocked out by our guest from across the table because <laughs> I know that she's so passionate about kindergarten. So today we have Robin Hamrick with us. So Hi. happy that you're here. Thank you. So glad to be here. Yeah. So Robin, tell us a little bit about, we don't believe in strangers here. We <laughs> want people to befriend you immediately and blow up your email. Oh and get to know you <laughs> in, in a really progressive way, so it's not <laughs> overwhelming. Um, but tell us a little bit about your background in Polk County Public Schools. So I have been teaching kindergarten for 19 years. Only oh. kindergarten. Uh, hold on, let's rewind. <laughs> Take that, rewind it back. Okay, say that one more time. Holy cow. I've been teaching in Polk County for 19 years, and all 19 have been in kindergarten. Ooh, she's a pro. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Every year is a new challenge in yeah. a new group, right? It's never the same. For sure. So 19 years in kindergarten. Um, I've been at three different Polk County schools. Okay. Um, when I put my through myself through college, I subbed first. Okay. So I did various, you know, jobs and, and grade levels. And when I did kindergarten, that was it. And so when I graduated, heart, I was looking for a kindergarten job. And that's where I was going to be at. That's it. <laughs> so great. Yeah. I love that. Yes. So 19 years in kindergarten. That is an amazing <laughs> amount of time. So what made you stick with kindergarten? How did you know that was what you wanted to oh, do? Oh, man. Kindergarten is the best. There is, listen, I'm biased, yes, but there is no other grade that has as much reward in teaching as mm -hmm. kindergarten. I mean, it's from day one, kids are already starting to do things. They're already starting to learn. And so when you have that reward where you're seeing them have so much growth, mm -hmm. it's just, it makes you keep coming back to do it. I mean, the first, let's see, the first week they came in, they couldn't put their book bags away. They couldn't walk in line. They didn't know how to get their agenda out yeah. or, you know, uh, find their seats. They couldn't find their name. They couldn't write their <laughs> name. 
you know, and now here we are on week five. They're walking to the classroom by themselves. They're walking in line. They're putting their agendas away. They're getting out their iPads, logging into Schoology yeah. or Smarty Ants. Um, they're writing their name. They're already starting to write sentences. I mean, in five weeks, they're already doing that. Can you imagine how much reward there's going to be by the end of the school year? It's just incredible what they can do. Yeah. I... Um, <laughs> I just, I think people hone in on the first part of what you said. They stick to the first week, tears, and can't do this, can't find their name. And it's that, like, constant, uh, let's tell them what we have to do and when they have to do it. And, oh, my Lanta, they're going to talk about squirrels and their mom and their <laughs> their pet all in the same sentence in breath. But I love that you take this a step back and you, you focus on the progress that's happening. Um, I know that <clears throat> I can kind of speak on behalf of my experience and summer can shared too of the fact that like I think for the the older you get in those grade levels the change or growth is not as easily seen as so in such a short amount of time yeah and so I love that you put that full circle I'm sure we hear some kindergarten teachers at home going mm -hmm, yes love that yeah like if you're a person or a teacher that needs that instant gratification <laughs> kindergarten's kindergarten. it right <laughs> that's phenomenal that's awesome <laughs> um so we heard about why it's your niche and it seems like number one one, uh, when you fall in love with kindergarten, obviously that's shown after 19 years of commitment, like you have to have that passion and drive for it. That's so important. I don't think that anybody could say like, ah, oh, I, I like that instant gratification. Let me try this <laughs> out. Like if they're going to last very long. Um, but I want to talk about trying to shifting gears a little bit about this concept of, um, I kind of mentioned it earlier, but in kindergarten, this perception or persona is often a misconception of, you know, kindergarten, we're, we're focusing on our alphabet, we're focusing on the numbers, and maybe like a fun word or a couple keywords um, for our students, and we'll get them ready for first grade. Like, those are our main focuses. But um, over 19 years of experience, I'm sure you can tell us about the drastic changes that have not only taken place when you started, like baby Robin day one <laughs> teaching oh versus 19th year Robin, like Wonder Woman. So how has that changed from your perspective as a kindergarten teacher over 19 years? So my first year, I think, oh, those poor kids. What I taught them then to what I teach now is completely Let different. me go find those kids and see if <laughs> yes. they're okay. <laughs> like, I hope they're okay. Yeah. But I, I'm sure they turned out okay. But um, yeah, I'm sure too. Uh, I hope so. <laughs> anyway, um, when we first started mm. 19 years ago, we had blocks in our classroom, mm. kitchens in our classroom, um, and we mainly focused on that socialization. Mm. And we did work on letters and numbers and shapes, but now we do so much more than that. There's, you're not gonna find blocks in there, you're not gonna find the house or the kitchen. Um, and for the last few years, we've really focused on that academics part. You know, They need to read 130 high frequency words, they need to do all their letters and sounds, they need to do CVC words, we need to write sentences, start with a capital letter, space between words, end with punctuation, they gotta add, subtract, do word problems. And so, um, it's been a big change, and I think mm -hmm. parents are really surprised, uh, especially if it's their first child going into kindergarten. Yeah. Wait a minute, there's no naps? Like, this is different than when I was <laughs> I don't a have kid. to buy a nap pad? Yeah. That was my favorite. <laughs> yeah, and so the problem is, like, parents, mm -hmm. if they don't, they don't know, they don't know. Mm -hmm. And so when they come into kindergarten, it's not just overwhelming for the students, but it's also overwhelming for the parents because yeah. they don't know what they don't know. Yeah. 
And so I think that like open house and orientation and all those things are so important, especially with connecting with the parents and building those relationships with parents and letting them know, hey, this is what we do, it's changed, and just getting them all on board with, uh, you know, how it's changed and what we're doing. Was that a hard, uh, this is totally not planned, but was that a hard pivot for you to uh Kind of because when you were going through all the lists of like what they're expected to do, I'm not going to lie. Part of me was like, Um, was that a hard shift or pivot for you to like kind of shift your mindset around of like this is uh, this is just as important as well as embedding that social emotional being part? Because I know that some people may not see it that way. Yeah. So, yes. And let me go back for a minute. Um, It did for a while get Mm. really focused on the academics part. But the last few years in Polk County, especially with COVID and all that stuff, we've done a really good job of adding the social emotional back Mm -hmm. in. We have programs like Harmony and Mm -hmm. um, we have school psychologists and counselors that are really focusing on that social emotional part. And they're realizing how important we have to or how important it is to include that Mm -hmm. to teach the whole child. Yeah. You know, and so it it went from social emotional to all academic. And now we're saying, hey, we got to bring that back in. Yeah. And so because you have to have accountability uh, to make sure that they're on track with all the other expectations down the line. Always, uh, always befriended our kindergarten teachers because I'm like, without you, our our fifth graders would not be where they need to be. (laughs) Um, But at that same time of like. It's just a whole different generation of children coming through who have experienced, and not just COVID, but a lot of trauma and a lot of heaviness that I don't think I would have ever faced up until my late like teens, you know. So that's something that I really love that you mentioned that Polk County Public Schools has made this like valiant effort to have this settled combination um, where we're not perfect, but at least we're going to provide that. Yeah. that wholeness to the whole child and, and it not be so super structure focused, exactly. but not as flighty as like, okay, we, we mastered the alphabet. We know our square circles and triangles. Um, so having that balance is always fun to see. Yep. Yeah. Um, I think that you have given some great advice on how things have changed in that time. <laughs> but if you could go back to when you were that baby Robin in the first year in the baby classroom, Robin. what advice would you give yourself? Oh, my goodness. Uh, Probably, number one, to build relationship with students. I mean, it is just important in kindergarten as it is in high school. You've got those kids know if you care about them. They know Mm -hmm. if you have their best interest at heart. And so I would have done a better job at building relationships because the years that I did that well, my classroom management and everything was so much better. What was your style when you started out? Like, what did did you, like, go (laughs) Oh, man. Um, you're going to sit down. <laughs> <laughs> like the mom. And you're going to pay attention. Drill sergeant mom. Yeah. You know, you, you, you kind of do what you were taught. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're going to sit because I said so. Right. You know, and now, you know, that's not necessarily how children respond. Uh-huh. You know, so you had to change, like, your tone, the way you word things, um, listening and, and just hearing what they're saying as well as, you know, there's got to be a fine line. Right. So boundaries, yes. the importance of it. I always listen. I asked that because secretly I was throwing myself under the bus. <laughs> uh, that's how I thought that I had to go in. But it's so funny because I'm human. Natural human beings don't like to be talked to that way. Or like, you know, if Summer <laughs> turned around and was like, do this. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I would respond that way. She would never. She's like yeah. the best communicator. Um, but I think that's so funny that we just were taught that way and yeah. we felt like we had to 
just take ownership of a classroom that way. Um, but yeah, I love that now, baby Robin, if you could go back, it could be a little bit stronger and more confident. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> For sure. I definitely agree. I think relationships just are the most important thing to really help promote your classroom culture mm-hmm. and to ensure that you have good relationships with all your students. How do you, what's, what's a strategy you do that with kindergartners? Cause I know how to yeah. do that with like older kids. What do you mean? Like, how do you build a relationship? Cause I know you can't talk about your puppy dog for 30 minutes. So how do you build relationships with well, your, your like kindergartners? Like at our school right now, they come in, like our kids don't come in at the same time. So okay. the bell rings at 7.30. So our kids come in anywhere from 7.30 to eight o'clock. Okay. So I usually just stand and meet them at the door. I'm like, good morning. How are yeah. you doing? And they're like, good. And kindergarten's just going to talk. They're going to tell you a story. (laughs) So I'm like, oh, that's nice. I'm like, all right, well, you know, and so you talk with them in the morning and Mm then we talk in line and it's just getting to know them. And then like on Friday, sometimes we'll have free write and they can write about anything they want. I'm sure they love that. And so then when they come to my table, you know, we'll talk about what they they drew and you you just get to know them, Mm -hmm. you know, and I love their little personalities. I love their stories. (laughs) Well, maybe it's not so different than high school because that sounds like some similar things to what I would do. Yeah, Which makes sense. I feel like that's so good to hear from a teacher's perspective. Like, Uh, high school all the way down to kindergarten, the philosophy of simply in the in-between moments, taking the time to mention what's really inspired them or just like what they feel about something or, uh, you know, when you're walking in line, just kind of whispering something or allowing them to show through their academics. These are things that we think about, oh gosh, that's so hard to do to build relationships, to make change. And it's like, well, it's really not. You just have to be a master at like weaving it in and out. The hardest part though is like reading a story. So if you're reading a story, their hands are going up. I have a dog, (laughs) I have a cat. And they'll tell you like some random story that's somehow connected to it. You're not quite sure. And um, they they got a story for everything. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of hard because you have to find that medium spot to where you want to listen and understand. But, hey, we got to finish what we're doing. Because with kindergarten, they will go all day long. (laughs) (laughs) They never run out of breath until they hit home. And then it's like they fall asleep at a random place at their house because they're so (laughs) tired. (laughs) Yeah, I had a mom text me the other day. She's like, yeah, it's 7 o'clock and my child's asleep. And I'm like, well, she worked hard today. You're like, yep, (laughs) success. (laughs) It was a big day for sure. Well, if you could pick one area in education to spark change and ignite a shift in behavior and mindsets, what would that be? Um, collaboration, mm-hmm. collaboration, because this job is tough. There's a lot of stuff to do, um, lesson planning, homework, uh, choosing resources. I mean, SAOs, like there's so much to do. And if we could collaborate together, we take the workload off each other and then we have less stress and then we're <laughs> happier and we're you know happier in the classroom with the yeah. kids. Um, also... I'm going to tell you kind of a story and why Do I think it. collaboration is so important. Yes. So when I first started teaching, I thought that it was about me, right? I had to be the best. I My class had to be the ones that were reading. My class had to be the ones that were writing. It was about me and my 22 kids. And I've been blessed to work with some amazing teachers and have great teams to work with. And they helped me learn that it's not about me. Yeah. It's about the kids. Mm. And if we work together, if we share lesson plans, share strategies, share resources, um, not only do all the students get the same education, the same experience, but now we're affecting 
a whole grade level, 122 right. kids instead of 22. Right. So now they're all getting the same experience, but they're getting the best experience from all of us. And so I think that that collaboration part has been a game changer um, for myself, for my kindergarten team. I'm like, y'all, if you can work together, just <laughs> do it. it right. It'll change your world. It's, yeah, yeah, collaboration. I love that. Our team is huge on collaboration. <laughs> I love that you pointed out the fact, um, the elevation part of grade levels um, increasing and growing at the same time, because usually if you have one or two people on your team that are not necessarily doing their own thing, but doing things that think they work best for their students, and then at the end of the year, maybe they have higher or lower results, then you're trying to figure out, well, what works and what doesn't? Why did this person get higher than me? Like It's almost like a comparison, imposter syndrome, like there's a lot of underlying factors that begin to like culminate and I'm like, no, let's not have this. So I love the fact that you're just wanting to elevate everybody. Why not? This day and age, it is hard. We, we are in a profession that is incredibly hard and to try to do it on your own. I mean, that's why we see so many people burn out and just trying to understand how do we work together and what do we do to work together? So uh, collaboration, you guys, <laughs> that means that you get to collaborate with Robin on advice for kindergarten. <laughs> advice. <laughs> I know. And this is, we always talk about this. So all the kindergarten teachers who are listening to this, hopefully there's hundreds of you out there. Um, we just went to, side note, we went to a Polk State rally, like college students. And I've never seen the num amount of uh, kindergarten student, like interns in one area. I, I think there was like seven in one room. And I was just like, Yes, like we need you. <laughs> we need you. Um, so if you're a kindergarten teacher, y'all need to hang out and collaborate because that's what her passion is and that's what we're going to try to ignite. So I'm just saying <laughs> we're going to make that happen and set a fire up in here. <laughs> so um, with that being said, Robin, I'm, it is it's a pleasure always. And the fact that you're one of our ambassadors, that means I get to see you all year round and you get to see me all year round. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> whether you like it or not. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, but thank you for sharing your advice and wisdom as a kindergarten teacher um, within our district. And so we're very excited to have a freshly new perception of kindergarten teachers. Thank you. I think we you deserve all the flowers and all the candy <laughs> and all the love because <laughs> you set the tone for all the other grade levels that soon follow. So we appreciate you and your hard work and your dedication to our district. Oh, thank so. you. <laughs> um, definitely. Summer, how do you feel? You finished your first episode. Very excited. So yeah. happy to be here and looking forward to more. She's already a pro MC. Like, I'm going to be out of a job. <laughs> That's what that no means. Way. <laughs> no way. Collaboration. Collaboration. All right. We'll be here for next time. <laughs>